0: Yo, 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 thought warriors, what is up? Higher learning is on. It is Ivan Van Lathan Jr.
1: and it's me, Rachel and Lindsay. Rachel, uh-uh.
0: Amber Rose made news. She, uh...
1: yeah, she did.
0: She made news. People were, people were, people were shocked at the fact that Amber Rose said that she a and R for Kanye West. We're going to drop the compassionate I, hoeing clip, shock them even more. Donnie, we need that I, compassionate hoeing clip, Donnie.
1: What compassionate hoe clip?
0: She says she's a hoe, but she's a compassionate hoe. Yeah,
1: she's a compassionate hoe. Okay, she did say that, which I love that statement. Um, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I figured people would be up in arms because people just love to get their feathers ruffled. Russell? I <laughs> I say that wrong? Which one is it man? It's, it's
2: you ruffling the feathers.
1: Thank you. I was right the first time.
2: Yeah.
1: People always love to get their feathers ruffled. I don't think it's that far-fetched. First of all, she's not she doesn't she's not one to lie. Second, I don't understand why it's that far-fetched to think that some the person when you're in a relationship with someone, you in a in a good one, you're usually strategizing together and talk and pillow talking and working things out and trying to help the significant other in whatever it is that they're doing and going through. So it is not far fetched to think that while she was in relationship with these individuals, that and she's also a fan of music and and in this space, then I don't understand why that's like that's wild for people to think that.
0: Plus, I found a I found an article where Nicki Minaj said it. There you go. Hell yeah! There Uh, you go. So, question: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the grays, the grays are starting to come in more. Oh, that's so
1: great! Congratulations! So
0: fun. I love it so much. The question is: to die or not to die?
1: Not to die. Not to die. You have a significant other, but women love salt and pepper. hair and I tell I go I go through this with Brian because Brian's like should I should I dye my beard should I I'm like no the more grays that you have I think that it is really the sexier that you are I think that there's something about embracing the grays the salt and pepper look is very in you should rock it congratulations don't dye it well we can always tell and it's just so unnatural
0: I think I don't first of all I don't know if you can always tell I think that gray only looks good if you're like a sexy man. You know what I mean?
1: That's not true.
0: First it adds of all, to it. No.
1: Like a beard and a cap.
0: A beard and a cap?
1: Like a beard and a hat. Shout out to Trudy.
0: A beard and a hat is good with gray.
1: Like it's it's like makeup is what uh. I'm saying. Oh. Like it makes it it makes you look better. I think that there is something very mature and sexy about gray hairs as they're coming in. The salt and pepper look.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to dye it. I was just asking, but it's so interesting to see because the gray makes me look a little bit more like the guys in my family because we're a gray family, but not a mm. bald family, which is interesting mm. why my hairline is in such shambles because the reality is that's like, Uncommon for us, and my Lathan side blames it on my mom. Well,
1: that's like what they say.
0: What they say? They
1: that's say it. they say the bal- balding comes from the mother's side.
0: Oh, is that true? My that's mama ain't I've bald though. My mama got of, great hair
1: from the men on the side. Of oh, your mom's. <laughs>
0: <God>. oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think if them niggas is bald or not. I don't know. I don't know. Is it, the judge has got full hella hair? Doesn't he?
1: he's got a a hair yeah
0: that's because he gets his wrath off on others he gives the stress yeah he gives the stress away he's like 50 years and then every time he does that (laughs) (laughs) he grows a hair how are they doing
1: (laughs) they're doing well they're doing very well i'm going to go see them tomorrow so i'm I'm very excited
0: have you ever seen the judge Hand down like a crazy
1: a sentence.
0: Judge, a sentence? No. Like you I've have never it? been
1: to a sentencing. I have been to trial. I've seen him in action, but I've never been to a sentencing before. His name and was- there's not, there's no like, it's not a joyous moment. He's not smiling down as he's handing down the sentence or banging the gavel or no, it's all professional.
0: That must be so nuts, you- man. Like think think about how nuts it is to be a judge. Like, you, you know, this person's probably done something not great, let's face it, and you see it and you're like, God damn, I got to give this motherfucker a cool 20. Fuck. Like, shit, by the time this motherfucker gets out, we'll be on Mars. <laughs>
1: yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't be, a, like, I would be partial to people. I know I would. Like, I couldn't separate my my opinion or my feelings. I am not so? meant to be a judge. I know so.
0: I'm I would, not meant to be a judge. I think it's too serious of a job for me. Look, let me tell you something. It, podcasting and media stuff was invented just so I wouldn't have to be at a serious job. Can you imagine me? Like I remember at Best Buy, the reason why I was such a good salesman is because I didn't take it seriously. There's nothing about the job that I took seriously. Then people would be like, Van, get a TV down from the top. I would be like, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How long did you work at Best Buy?
0: Like four years.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you were doing something right. I
0: was like, Van, could, <laughs> could you go up there and get the TV down? i was like, no. I would be – we had this little bike. I don't know why at Best Buy we had this little small bike. Right. That was like uh, at the front of the store. It was like a kid's bike. Like a mm-hmm, small kid's mm-hmm. bike,
3: I'm mm-hmm. like
0: six four three thirty at that point. Every hour, I would ride the kid's bike around the store.
2: Oh my god!
0: the 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 uh the customers would be in awe, be like, "God damn, for big guy! Look at, look at him go! Look at him go!" I would have
1: loved to have worked with you at Best Buy. I'm oh, sure you fun. made it fun for all the employees. Listen, I'm headed down to Comic Con. Any tips? Never been. Doing the Dungeons and Dragons carpet.
0: Okay, it's nice. You know,
1: I'm in I'm in I'm in unfamiliar territory. Mm-hmm. I wish that I was there on Saturday for Disney and Marvel, but I'm going to my sorority sister's wedding. So I can't do it. But I'm a rookie. What can you tell me?
0: So this is what you gotta do. You gotta okay. watch yourself because they're horny down there.
1: Horny you're, for what?
0: You're a very uh, horny for fucking brownies, nigga. What'd you think? They're horny for sexual loving. So what I'm telling you. Oh,
1: is- I thought you were gonna say like they were horny for like,
0: Mm-mm.
1: like stuff that has to do with Comic Con, not actual.
0: Yeah, like horny. Like here's the thing. <laughs> it's like you know, like when the Olympics happen, and everybody goes to Olympic Village and this, bang, 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 bang in Olympic Village. Comic Con is not dissimilar, at least from when I was going down there is that this is all of us together. And, you know, if you're a hot cosplay guy, you see a hot cosplay chick. If you're a hot cosplay chick, you see another hot cosplay chick. Hot, you know, they get it on. They get it. So Mm. if I were you, I would go down there, keep my head on a swivel, you you know. You just know that if anybody's making googly eyes, it's because this is their moment. It's like not just... Uh, a convention, but it's the mating season of fandom.
1: Well, I'm not going to be in cosplay because I'm there. You to should work. go as
0: cosplay. You should. You should I go actually as
1: wish I, 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 next year I want to go the full weekend. My gosh, I've never seen a series like yours before. I next year I do want to dress up and I do want to go and I want to fully immerse myself in the experience, except for the the horny part that you're referring to, which I was unaware of.
0: Yeah, who, yeah. who would you go as?
1: I don't know, I don't know. But I want to see it. I mean, it's like a whole, it's a, it's huge. Hundred thousand people they're saying are gonna be there. I've never experienced it before, so it'll be a lot of fun. For me, I'm, I'm excited.
0: It'll be a lot of fun. Like what you should do though, if you go as a costume in a costume, we'll be there next year. So what you should do is if you go in a costume, don't, don't. Fucking cheap out. Don't go as storm. You know? That's too easy. You go down there. Yeah, you go down there. It's a million blades. You know, at least when I was going, because when I was going, it's like it is before I I haven't been since like 2016. So it's like weren't prominent characters for Negroes as much. A lot of blades, a lot of Nick Furies. You know what I mean? Don't don't do that. Pick an obscure character, an obscure black character. It was uh, Misty Knight or somebody like that. Like go as them and then do a great costume and then make people ask you who you are, so that you can educate them and be in costume. That's the way that you. That do sounds
1: it. wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'll clearly need help because yeah. I don't even know who that person was that you named
0: Misty Knight. She's cool. I like her. Um, your sister beat the code. So, mm-hmm,
1: now mm-hmm.
0: we have to. We have to. We have to talk about somebody else. big news just broke. Big deal of the Mm. day on the other side.
2: Mm. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today terms conditions restrictions all apply see website for details president joe biden is tested positive for covid
1: when did that break
0: jesus christ just now rachel while you were
1: oh my gosh i see it i see it i making, see it
0: making your morning toast do you eat toast in the morning <laughs> no yeah, you don't eat
1: toast It takes me a while to to work up an appetite in the morning.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But yeah, Joe Biden's tested positive for COVID Thursday, joining millions of other Americans, including his own vice president, who've contracted the illness since the pandemic began. Now, this is precarious. Joe Biden, 79, is the oldest person to ever serve as COVID. uh, Excuse me. Serve as president. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) He's been vaccinated and. Doubly boosted for COVID, um, which, of course, the CDC says greatly reduces his chances of of complications from the disease. But he is elderly and he has a history of brain aneurysms. Um, So he is in a particular risk category for this. Um, Well. He's got mild symptoms. He is symptomatic.
1: Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah, it. runny nose, dry cough, and uh, some fatigue, but no fever. Yeah. So that's that's good. But wow. I mean, it's not like, listen, COVID's going around like people are getting it who never had it before. This go around, whatever this wave of it is. Um, Biden falls into that. But it's always just like, I don't know, there's something jarring about hearing that the president has COVID, even when Trump had it. It was like, whoa, Trump has COVID. Not that you think that they're invincible, but I don't know, maybe a maybe a part of you does feel that way because they're the, the leader of this country. So yeah, when you said it, I'm like, I didn't see the alert. And I was like, wow, yeah. Biden has COVID.
0: It's jarring because they are the most protected people in the world. Uh-huh. And it is a reminder that... Uh, Like you said, that invisibility comes from the fact that they, you can't even shake the president's hand. You can't get near the president. I watched this documentary one time about protecting the president when he's giving a speech and the Secret Service gets out there a week before, locks square blocks down, all kinds of high tech bomb detection and viral detection and all of that stuff. And despite all of that, you cannot protect anyone from COVID. COVID is uh, the great equalizer. Right now, well, it's not quite equal because people still have. Uh, it's not even close to being equal, should I say? People still have access to different types of therapeutics based upon how rich they are, but you can't stop it. Mm-mm. It's a it's a perfect enemy. Like it, it will affect you no matter where you at where you're at or what station you have in life. And so it's gotten two American presidents, the last two American presidents. COVID is on a roll. Are you scared for president Biden?
1: I mean, I guess I don't want to put those kind of thoughts out there, but I get nervous when I hear anybody has it. I really do. Um, I don't feel like we're, even though yes, we, we understand more things. I think, about COVID than before. I think some of the initial fear that we had when it first um, dropped in 2020 are gone, but I still get nervous because this virus is so unpredictable. I'll give you an example. My makeup artist at work, she, this, she's going through a second round of COVID. First time she had it, no symptoms. Second time she had it, no symptoms when she tested positive. So I was like, oh, she's asymptomatic again. She's had it, she tested positive 11 days ago. On like the eighth day, she started showing symptoms, couldn't breathe, went to the hospital and is on a ventilator. Jesus. Like, she's okay. Like she's asthma, but like you would think that you were out of the woods after eight days, but she had trouble breathing. So she had to go to the hospital and be put on a ventilator. She said she's coming home. Um you know, like, so she's doing better being on the machine to help with her breathing. But like, that's terrifying. I've never heard anybody who sh- was symptomatic eight days after. They usually tell you you're out of the clear after a certain amount of time. So it's like, I yes, I'm nervous for him. Yes, I'm scared because I continue to hear these stories that just don't align with necessarily the the, the symptoms that you're hearing people have, or the virus is going the way that a lot of other people are talking about it. It just seems to be erratic in how it's attacking certain people.
0: This is also a great big sign, a neon sign that this current COVID wave that to me is being underreported and under-talked about is pretty fucking severe. Uh, yeah, There are a lot of places that are going to bring back indoor masking. I have been sort of mm-hmm. lax with my mask. I'm not going to lie, in GL. Yes. Uh, but we back. Same. We back with the mask. We back to we we we're back to don't invite me. Really? Oh yeah. For you? Yeah. We're back to don't invite me. I'm gonna go out for my homeboy's birthday this weekend. I was it's,
1: gonna say, what you gonna do in Vegas? That's a hot.
0: Oh, that's it. bed oh, for no, it. No, no, no. That's that's we, we we that's gonna be different. That's gonna be. Mm. I'm going out there, goggled up and the whole nine. Of the I'm going back to the hotel. Stay away as as, as cautious as I can be. Mm-hmm. Cautious as I can be. I managed to go to Star Wars Celebration and not catch it, you know, because surgeons were different. But as cautious as I can be, I can't not go, though, because we've already committed ourselves. So Who knows if they even still have it If because mm-hmm. it's still two weeks away uh, if things are like they are right now. But this should be a signal to everyone, um, especially the people that are uh the the most vulnerable amongst us that vaccination still something you should do boosting is still something you should do and that covid is still alive and well it got to the president
1: let me ask you this so the headlines you see are president biden tested positive for covid after being fully vaccinated and boosted twice you know when they put that out there in that way i think and i know i've talked i'm curious if you've had these conversations i talked to people who are like, well, double, like you're fully vaccinated and you've been boosted twice and you still get it and you still have symptoms. I Do you feel like, because I feel this has been the way when I'm talking to people, that they are disenchanted with being uh, boosted because they're seeing so many people still get it with being double um, boosted. Yeah. And so now they're like, I don't want to be boosted.
0: Here's the deal. I felt that way. I'm not going to lie. NGL. Mm. But we have a new player... At the table, you ever see uh, like a a poker table? And there's a new guy Yes, I've seen a poker table. A new new player comes and sits down at the poker table. Mm -hmm. We got a new player at the poker table, and his name is BA5. And BA5 is a wily player. He is a variant of some of the other players we've had at this poker table. And he can evade vaccine protection he can evade prior protection from um, from covid immunity. He's a wily one and he is spurring this surge. So the best way to stop him from going all in and wiping you out of all of your chips is to wear your mask, distance when you can and be responsible about it, responsible about it. And of course vaccination is going to help It's going to help you from like getting super duper sick. I am no longer having the conversation about vaccination with people who don't believe in it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm over that. What I'm saying is this. We're not talking about whether or not you can contract the disease. We're talking about how sick you get. Yeah. If you don't want to do it, don't want to fucking don't do it. Run out, shake hands with BA5. <laughs>
1: it's not people who aren't. Don't believe in vaccinating. It's the people who do what believe Zach? in vaccination.
2: Okay. I found this on the web for he can evade vaccines protection. Do you get a vampire protection from from COVID immunity? He's away. And he is sperm to search. So the best way to stop mm. him from going all live in what happened you out of all of your chips. Use to wear your mask distance when you can and be responsible, bad, responsible about it. And of course, vaccination.
1: That doesn't scare you. Uh
0: uh-uh. uh. I've embraced it.
1: I, I I would break out in hives. That's absolutely terrifying. I don't even like what she just had to say. I don't know to fully understand everything she had to say, but I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyways, I was going to say the, the conversation though, what's different is it's not people who don't believe in vaccinations. They do believe in it. They just don't want to be boosted anymore because it just seems that uh, catching it is inevitable. And I think people are less scared at um, how severe it can be than they were before, which I don't think people should ease up. I think that you should still follow you know whatever the science is saying I'm gonna, and, uh, I'm gonna test every protect, day protect yourselves. Protect, gonna, protect yourselves. i'm
0: gonna I'm gonna take it to vegas i'm gonna test every day i'm gonna do the best that I can you know um, but we are all here, hoping that President Biden is okay I know, Absolutely. That, there's, I know that there's some people who. Obviously, are gonna hope for other things. It's just the way they come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. The conspiracy theories are already flying about this. By the way,
1: and that is
0: that this is gonna he doesn't really have COVID, and they're gonna use a severe COVID illness to not run him. That this is gonna be his exit out of the presidency, and Kamala Harris is gonna take over with Pete Buttigieg as her vice president. It's been, my, it's been blowing up this morning. Been blowing up. Really? Yep, people already. Are you people. on the
1: dark web? I haven't seen. Well, I guess I hadn't seen the alert either.
0: The dark web. We've been talking about this. <laughs> it's not the dark web. Don't accuse me of being a dark webber. I'm not a dark web. I'm not a dark web. I, I don't want to be a dark I would be shocked web. if
1: you dabbled. If you dabbled, got a little curious. Do I Take look a like a dark in. i, I Am I a Take dark web? Take a little web? peek in.
0: Donnie. No. Donnie. Am I yeah. do I seem like a dark web?
1: Donnie said yeah.
2: No, you don't seem like a dark <laughs> web. But you seem dark web curious. I can see you just seeing what's see? going
1: on. See, just just peeking, mm-hmm. just just peeking around, seeing what's going on.
0: How do you get to the dark web? What you you tell us,
1: Van. You Shut tell up. us. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> All
0: right. The Secret Service is being secret. Uh, they gave a one they gave one text message thread to the January sixth. Was that
1: funny? Are you laughing at your own joke? Was that funny, man? That's
0: <laughs> funny. <laughs> the Secret Service were looking for as much information, the January sixth committee as to put together what happened there. Of course, they want to talk to the Secret Service, who's in great proximity to the president. Secret Service said that a lot of the text messages surrounding January sixth have been deleted. Or maybe they weren't around. There were reports that they had been deleted. Um, And so they've been subpoenaed for their text messages and they gave one text message thread. One thread. Uh, And there was a letter sent Tuesday. That was a deadline for the agency to hand over a trove of documents. Um, Text message conversation was between U.S. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun and former Secret Service uh, Uniform Division Chief Thomas Sullivan request requesting assistance. It's kind of what they wanted to know is what they wanted to see. And they got one thread back and people are wondering now if these, if this is because and the secret Service has said that what happened here is they've turned over their, their equipment since then, Hey, we're the secret service. We don't hold on to fucking phones for a long time. We don't hold on to fucking technology for a long time. There's been an equipment overturned since then. Uh, Mm -hmm. overhaul since then. We don't have it anymore. And Other people are saying, yeah, motherfucker, you have it and you're being secretively shady about it. And we need to know as much about January 6th as possible. Rachel, which one do you think that it is? Do you think that the... The the latter. The latter. The latter.
1: I just feel like when this went down, as much as an uproar as it caused, as controversial as everything was you had to have known that your technology would be investigated that this it would maybe not that, that we would have this this hearing or there'd be a committee but you knew that there would be some sort of investigation as to how this all went down and how it happened how could you not want to how would you not be i guess proactive about preserving this type of information or making sure that this was um intact in case there was well, not in case because you knew there would be most likely an investigation as to how things went down.
0: You feel like they, they should have, have kept purpose. it because they should have. Been, they should have. Uh, well, like or there or would be a wouldn't message? you? Well,
1: wouldn't you want to know? Like, well, I mean, they—they're the Secret Service. It looks they like probably. You set up my message yet. Come on, <laughs> man. I'm
0: sorry. I don't know what's happening.
1: She's she's going for my job. That's yeah. what she is. She's trying to be your co-host at this point. <laughs> shut her off.
0: All right, I will. I'll shut her off right now. But go ahead. What Actually, ask
1: her. Ask her. Ask her about January 6th. What she got to say.
0: Oh, let's see what, Siri what she says. got to say. Hey, Siri. What do you think about January 6th and the Secret Service?
1: Okay. I found this on the web. For what is a kebab January 6th and the
2: Secret Service? Check it out.
0: Nah, fuck you. I asked for your opinion.
3: Bye. <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll shut it off right no. now. <laughs> no.
1: I'm just saying... They had to have been aware that there would be some sort of investigation surrounding this. And so I just don't buy the whole, oh, we update our system. We don't have it anymore. This is just a part of what we do. There, I I just, I don't believe it. I think that they were involved in a way that they don't want to admit. And so it's convenient to be able to say, well, we're the Secret Service. We don't keep this type of information all the time because we're trying, you know, we don't want anybody to tap into it type information. We're trying to protect, you know, the administration or whatever. So I, I don't know. They're absolutely involved. Come on, Van. You know that. You believe that, right? You I believe do, the
0: latter. I, I do. But here's the thing. I, I wonder, I wonder, because we've been here with the Secret Service before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The Secret Service had knowledge or it was talked about whether or not you could ask the Secret Service about uh, Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky. Mm -hmm. The -hmm. question is, what is the duty of the Secret Service? And I looked it up, kind of what they're. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up, what the duty of the Secret Service is and whether or not they should be involved in. testifying against the president or providing information or evidence against the president because what type of precedent does that set for the Secret Service? I'm not sure I, I'm obviously in this case, I would like to know everything possible about January 6th, right? I'd like to know everything possible about January sure. 6th. Everything possible. Um and I would want to know what the Secret Service knew. What I don't know is if and by the way, I don't think that this means that the Secret Service should be hiding anything. If you're subpoenaed, you should you should go before the committee. Right. But what I'm saying is I, I'm wondering if having the Secret Service give secrets or details about the president that they're protecting in any way compromises the efficacy of the... Uh, their protection going forward. Does this change things? You know what I mean? I mean, mm. it's, it's not... I'm not saying that I have the answer. I'm just saying if I'm swimming in my mind, that's kind of what I'm thinking. You know what I mean?
1: Well, in your research, I'm curious, what is the Secret S- Service supposed to protect? Because, I like, are they supposed to protect the actions of the president? Or are they supposed to protect the president from the public?
0: Well, I mean, they protect the president, right? And it's not just right, the president. Right, but does-
1: yeah but but i guess right it's not just the president but just yeah. for the for the sake of this conversation i cuz my thing is you could use that same argument to say well what kind of precedent are they setting if they do have certain information and they're protecting the the president from you know some type of illegal action i don't feel like that that's and and you tell me you did the research i don't feel like that's within their duties i think that they're supposed to you know, physically protect the president, but if the president is doing something illegal and you know that, and if they aren't, if they are protecting the president from that, then what kind of precedent does that set for the next president and the next one after that? You know, you can get away with certain things.
0: What if the president is doing something illegal in the interest of national security?
1: I would need more details on that. I would need
0: more details as well. I'm just asking the question.
1: I don't know. In this
0: particular case.
1: But this is not national in the interest of national security.
0: Hell no. In this particular <laughs> case, I am um I am disappointed that the secret service seems to be evading the inquiry of the January 6th committee, but I also realize that I don't know like what specifically the Secret Service's uh, mission is. And I had to look it up. I had to look and kind of figure out the Secret Service serving the American people, which we seem like any governmental agency like that were serving the American people, or are they specifically the serving the president? I wouldn't want anybody to be able to ask my bodyguards, which I don't have, like, what's going on with me. You know, Does that change the method? I would like to talk to a Secret Service agent about it and, and wonder why they're being so cagey, because the reality is, I don't think that you have, maybe you do have Secret Service agents that are loyalists to President Trump, but I wouldn't imagine that it would be that many. I wouldn't imagine that that would be a thing. You know what I mean? I would imagine that if they're being, um, if, if they're being in some way, you know, the reality is I, for some reason, have faith in the Secret Service that they protect every president and they, any guy that would put their life on the line for the president, any sure. woman that would put their life on the line for the president or or a senator, I have a, I have faith that they're doing that out of some sense of duty, and it seems that, in this particular situation, there's got to be a reason why they're asking this way, unless maybe specific Secret Service agents could be implicated in things that went on January 6th. I just want well, to know they why. Would be. Yeah,
1: they would be right because they they. Acted as individuals, so I think you would, if if there are certain text messages or they are hiding it, I think you would have to implicate certain individuals. My question is, okay, so the Secret Service turned over one text message. What what are the the repercussions of that? Like, is there anything that can even be done to the Secret Service? Because you know, if it is found that they're withholding certain things, or we may never find if they're withholding text messages. So now what? It's like nope. That's all we have. Do we just move on? I mean, is there anything else that can be done?
0: Well, we're gonna talk about somebody right now who they're doing more stuff to. You know, we, we like you know we, we need to know whether or not they are uh b- being purposefully obtuse, and if there's any sort of honor in them being purposely obtuse, or if they're damaging the fabric of the country by being purposely obtuse. But we know one guy who is, and that's fucking Steve Bannon. Oh, Stevie B, big 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 fan of yours. He loves you. Um. He, that. <laughs> Steve Bannon is a huge Rachel <laughs> Lindsay fan he is on trial for contempt okay uh, he received the deadline to answer a subpoena from the house committee and he refused to comply Bannon is cagey and wily he says now he will comply <laughs> Bannon says now he will comply. He says he can't wait to testify. And guess what they've said to Bannon? Too late, motherfucker. Too late. You're done. Uh, they're selecting... the. Um, they did jury selection earlier this week. And most legal experts think that Bannon's goose is cooked. That they are going to lean on this motherfucker... And make an example out of him for anyone That's who is it. refusing to cooperate with the January 6th commission. My question is, if Bannon gets threatened with jail time, what are the chances that he cuts a deal? If you watch what's going on, on in the January 6th commission, it seems as if Trump's infrastructure is eroding around him. That definitely, plus the fact that I think that the Republicans would love to run somebody else. They would love to run somebody else. What are the chances that in these smoke-filled rooms where interns are being harassed, that the Republicans feed Donald Trump to the D.C. law apparatus in order to get free from him? And would Steve Mm. Bannon cooperate in that?
1: Well- it sounds like he already wants... Okay, let's calm down. It sounds, it sounds like he already wants to cooperate. He tried. They told him it was too late. So it's not far-fetched to say that Steve Bannon would cooperate or take some sort of deal because he, at this point, sees that they are very serious as he is on trial, facing jail time and having to pay... What was it? Uh, a fine up to $100,000 for each sentence. So they're very serious. Steve Bannon is going to cooperate. So I think that one explains itself. However, I don't know what about the Republicans. I don't know where they stand. Do they want Trump to run again? Do they want to put somebody else up? I think that there's a large part of their base, though, that would support Trump. So if they do feed Trump to the wolves, if they do turn on him, if they do start, which would be great, like, you know, we don't want to see Trump again in 2024, but will this impact their party? I don't know. There's a huge, There's still a huge Trump following. Will they go? Will they support a DeSantis? Or I don't even know who else. Who else is 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 the uh, DeSantis is the main person. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Nikki Haley. Um, people um, but like it would makes hmm?
0: Nikki Haley people like that.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely think that everything that you're saying is logical and makes sense. I would not be shocked if they it does seem like at this point that they are are ready and willing to give up Trump. And I think that the Republicans would do anything, including giving up Trump, if it meant if it meant that they could step back into the presidency in 2024.
0: Okay, so if Bannon cooperates, he doesn't necessarily have to give Trump up. We should say that like when Steve Bannon is saying that he wants to go to the uh he wants to go to Capitol Hill and testify. I don't think he's going to go to Capitol Hill and testify and give all this great information on Donald Trump. I don't think he's going to okay. do that. I think he's going to be asked about that video, that that audio that we played not too mm-hmm. long ago. And I think he's going to go on there and grandstand. I think he fucked himself because he could have done that, right? Mm-hmm. He could have gone mm-hmm. there and grandstand and, and you know, off – Obfuscated and done all of these different things and blah 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 this is a witch hunt and all of that shit he could have done that and still actually um mm-hmm. like z- maintained his standing with the the other cultists that he that that love him but I think now because he thought for some reason maybe maybe there's a fundamental misunderstanding of the law or he called their bluff that they wouldn't hit his ass with the with the heat now he's fucked You know what I mean? And now he's in a way, he doesn't want to go to jail. So the fact that he doesn't want to go to jail, now they might be able to get something out of him or trade something from it. Now it's even realer than it was. He miscalculated this to a large degree. As far as it deals with the Republicans, I desperately want Trump to run in
1: 2024. Do you? I
0: think that's our best shot at victory to be honest with you. Mm. And when I say us, I don't mean the Democrats because I'm not one of them. I mean people Those who,
1: against the, uh, the Those
0: against fascism, fascism, right? So I personally think that, that Trump can't win in 2024. And I know that's a stupid thing to say and a stupid thing to think, but I just don't think, I think the one thing that gets people out is Trump. That plus the Dobbs decision is the Democrats' best way and the unprecedented gun violence that we're seeing um, in terms of uh, how it relates to gun laws. I think that's the Democrats' best way to get people out. You know what I mean? And they're doing things. We're going to talk about them codifying same-sex marriage a little bit later. This is what, I actually have a little bit of fear to the proposed ticket of DeSantis and Tim Scott. That bothers me a little bit.
1: Wait, is that going to be his running mate?
0: That's what they're saying, yeah. That, that's bothersome to me. A DeSantis-Tim oh. Scott ticket... Bothers me a little bit. Uh it bothers me because there are a lot of people who like you have guys like it Joe. It should bother you. They're, they're guys like Joe Rogan beating beating the um beating the drum for DeSantis, which is
1: Is he? I don't oh, yeah. know that. Yeah, yes, I do not pay is. attention to anything yeah. Joe Rogan does. Uh
0: beating the drum for DeSantis. And then on top of that, you have people who are gonna see Tim Scott and are going to say, Hey, there's a black guy running with DeSantis.
1: That's all he's there for. Yeah. That's it. he is literally there as a prop,
0: right, so that bothers me a little bit. um, I think that they realize that oh that's a kind of a scary ticket I mean I, that's not super scary. we yes it, it is that's, a, that's kind of a scary ticket, and they would rather probably turn the page from Trump and get past January sixth um, but their base won't let them do it, and the only way is you know for 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 the law the long arm and the law to get in jeez
1: Tim Scott. Sacrificing his own people for a title.
0: Tim Scott loves it. He loves it. I also I watched Django last night. I'm like, oh look, Senator Scott. Um
1: as in the Samuel L. Jackson character. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Steven. (laughs) Um, that's so mean. (laughs) That's how I feel. All right, uh, let's take a break. We're gonna dive into some entertainment bullshit.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life, with premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: All right. Neo, you love Neo? Neo's okay. You like Neo? You like Neo.
1: I like Neo.
0: You like Miss Independent?
1: Yeah, I like that whole era of Neo.
0: That era was a good era. You know what else I like? I like Neo with New Kids on the Block. You remember that song? No. You remember that joint? I'm about to play it. Neo and New Kids on the Block. This was a great song. They came out again. New Kids on the Block. Is still touring. Them niggas is not kids no more. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I think they more so go by NKOTB.
0: Is that what they are? NKOTB? Mm-hmm. N-K-O-T-B? Neo, why mm-hmm. can't I find a song? New Kids on the Block. N-K-O.
1: Were you a big New Kids on the Block fan back in the day?
0: No. I got in a fight over them. I got in a fight. Cause I was like, we was, we was at school and they were, people were playing new kids on the block. The girls were playing new kids on the block. And I was like, y'all some uncle Tom's. I just learned that word and I was using it. I was like, y'all some uncle Tom's because y'all should be playing new edition. And I told people at school where the uncle Tom was. And there was this kid named Demel and he got mad. And me and Jamel started swinging <laughs> on each other. I'm like, you look like a white man's nigga up here <laughs> Dancing to that shit We got new kids okay. on the block you know. Hold on for a second I gotta find it It's new kids on the block
1: I think Donnie found it Thank you, Donnie
0: Sam, right to right to tonight,
2: tonight. All
0: right, all 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 right, God all right. damn, baby, I'm gonna be a boyfriend, God.
1: Does that make you an Uncle Tim? Since you're dancing and singing to that, you know we're changing the name. Should, should that twenty twenty four ticket happen? It's Uncle Tim. You're Uncle no, Tim now. No,
0: because Neo's on the song. And by the way, I still support New oh. Kids on the Block. Uh, I still support New Edition. I was at. Johnny I love Gil's. New
1: Kids on the Block.
0: I was at Johnny Gill's fiftieth birthday party. That's how big of a here
1: he edition. goes, Damn. Donnie. Hit the sound.
0: You asked me a question.
1: Ding! I had said nothing about Johnny Gill.
0: You, but you <laughs> asked me if that <laughs> makes me Uncle said- Tim. I'm like, I'm saying I was whatever. Who anyway, I Neo. Said- <laughs> who was a part of that, still listens to R. Kelly. He said that he's always been able to separate the art from the artist.
3: Art, Mm. art, art.
0: Artist, artist, Mm. artist. So over here, you got TP2.com, Greatest Sex. In the middle, you have Having Sex with Children. On the other side, you have people listening to R. Kelly. So you got music, fucking kids are like, what people listen to R. Kelly. Can you jump over that? So here it is music, great music. TP2.com, Step in the Name of Love, I Believe I Can Fly, 12 Play, Half on a Baby, We Ride, all of these songs, right? That we that that we know and we love from R. Kelly. In the middle of that, putting your penis inside of children, fucking kids. On the other side of that, fans. Is it cool for a fan to jump over the fucking kids to the music? Is the question. Are you mad at Neo?
1: Yeah, I'm mad at Neo, and I say this as I'm wearing a Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson T-shirt. <laughs> so
0: you know, You're a hypocrite.
1: The art, the art from the music. I. It it's not just that Neo, listen, what people do in their homes in the privacy in the privacy of their homes, we'll we'll never know, right? Unless something's leaked. We'll never know. So if you're listening privately some to, to R. Kelly, we would never know. If you still want to enjoy TP2 and all that music, that yeah, is was good music, is good music, that's fine. But for you to say this out loud is so selfish and so disrespectful for the people who are directly impacted by what R. Kelly's done. And I'm gonna be very honest, I don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. And the reason being is because when I'm listening to songs like The Greatest Sex, I can't separate who he's talking about having the greatest sex with. When I, R. Kelly's songs are sexual. And now knowing what we know about R. Kelly, and there's still probably so so many things we don't know, Who were you talking about as you were making those songs? I can't see it any other way. So for Neo to say you separate the art, art from the music, there might be situations where you can actually do that. But with the, in the case of R. Kelly, I don't understand how you can. And I don't understand how you can, your, your direct messaging putting this out there so takes away the voices and the, and the, the real life stories and the abuse from the women who were victimized by R. Kelly, and yeah. this makes me, this really makes me look at Neo in a different way. I'm sorry,
0: you look at Neo. Different. It's
1: so, it's well, it's just so inconsiderate because you aren't affected by it. You can separate the art from the music, but let's just ignore all the other people who were. And this is, and I guess it's like this is what we were doing before. Right. Yeah. This is why R. Kelly was able to continue for such a long time doing what he did because people think along the same uh, along the same lines as Neo. Did we not learn our lesson? Neo apparently did. not
0: Okay. You say you can separate the art and the artist in some cases, but not in this case. Give me an example of a case where you can separate the I art d- and the
2: can- artist.
0: It's about Michael Jackson. <laughs> Alright, but look. So let's let's, I, let's
1: this. I got rid of a lot of my Michael Jackson, but I can't get rid of his shirt.
0: Michael and Freddie. Let's get let, let's be honest about it. Let's let, let's be honest about it. If in fact you still listen to Michael Jackson, which we've both talked about on this on this podcast that we do, you are a complete and total hypocrite. It's just the way that it goes. Okay. So this this is what. I'm I whatever the rebuttal is gonna be, I would love to hear it. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, so and I'm not saying that I'm not, because Oh
1: no, we both are.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not. This is what I'm saying. I don't listen to R. Kelly. I don't. I don't, I, I don't listen to R. Kelly. It's changed for me. Whatever the 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 reason is that it's changed, it's changed. Maybe because I watched it play out in real time. Maybe because I was too close to it uh when I was at Team Z. Um, or maybe it's because I don't have to listen to R. Kelly, right? There's nothing that like at this point draws me to R. Kelly's music as much as it does still to Michael Jackson. But I have to be honest with you. I'm a lot like you in that I don't really care if people would still listen to R. Kelly's music. I understand that some people are like this. It doesn't, doesn't bother me, but the public declaration of it bothers mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The public declaration of R. Kelly's, of I Still Listen to R. Kelly, seems as if it is in some way building a rainbow bridge back to mainstream acceptance of R. Kelly. Absolutely. And um, that to me is a little troubling. I'm not going to lie. I'd like to talk to Neo about it. That's a little troubling. But at the same time, there are people... That say now that R. Kelly is in jail, you should be able to listen to him. And I heard this opinion from, of course, my homies back in Louisiana. And this is was this was this was the opinion. This was the opinion. This was the
1: opinion. <laughs> okay.
0: See what you think about this. The opinion is that this is why you should be able to listen to R. Kelly now that R. Kelly's in jail. Okay. R. Kelly doesn't have a lot of his publishing. So the only way R. Kelly could really make money was to tour on his music, okay? Mm -hmm. And then he needed to be able to perform the music to tour on the music, right? Okay. So essentially supporting the popularity of the music was supporting songs that he could tour on. He can't tour anymore because he's in jail. Also, Mm -hmm. supporting R. Kelly when he was outside meant that he had more latitude to hurt women while he was here. Because. The more mainstream his music is. The more damage he can do. They say that now. That R. Kelly is in jail. He can't really make any money. Off of his music. Because he doesn't have a lot of his publishing. He can't tour of his music. Because obviously he's in jail. And he can't hurt women. While he's in there. So. Listening to his music, in effect, doesn't affect anything. The only thing that you do is kind of affect your enjoyment and the memories that you have around the music. Mm -hmm. So what difference does it make now? He's like, as long as he was free, I wouldn't listen to it because that gave him a bigger platform and more power to get out and, and, um, and hurt women with his music. But now... He's done. R. Kelly won't be out of jail till he's eighty five, and to be honest with you, he probably will have to serve more time. Uh if the if the other sentencing comes in, because he's got another case, he's got he, he's got to fight. So I listened to that, and while it was obviously some bullshit explanation to continue to listen to music that you love, I wondered in my mind if that actually made a little sense. I'm not going to say your name because. I don't want people in the community to know that you're going this hard, but <laughs> I thought maybe it made sense. It's like, I stopped, but now that he's in jail, he can't hurt nobody anymore, so what difference does it make?
1: It's not true. Anytime you press pu- you press play publicly, more so, um, on an R. Kelly song, you do have the potential to hurt. I mean, imagine being one of his victims and walking into a party or a club or an event or a store or an elevator, and you hear R. Kelly music. It, it Like, it it hits you all over, like you have to relive that. Hearing his voice, hearing people celebrate him, um, like it, 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 he does have the power to still hurt people. So, I mean, imagine going to a concert, like Essence Festival, imagine like in between the sets, they would play old old school R&B music and the crowd would go crazy and everybody was singing and dancing. Imagine if they had played R. Kelly. Yeah. Like, and somebody's in the audience and you see that. So no, that's not true. And then also we have to cut it off too for the next generation. Imagine just like having a daughter grow up. You have a young daughter and you're playing R. Kelly music and then they start singing it. You know what? I it's just and like they're singing this abuser's you. song. So I I understand what they're saying, but I don't agree with it at all. Um, we just have to silence R. Kelly at this point because. We have to. We have to think about all the other people. There has that to were be yeah, I
0: get it. There has to be consequences for hurting people in this way. You know, we don't because- you no, know, we don't have to silence Donnie. Run it. No. <laughs> you know, you have so many songs
1: at this point. I never know what is coming up. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Man, we lost one.
1: <laughs> Damn! They, we're
0: gonna talk about. Dave are Chappelle you in? We're, we're do about you fear
1: it, or are you in support? Do you? Fear oh, I'm in, or su- you in I'm, support.
0: I'm in, su- I'm in support of Mountain Lion. Don't get me wrong. I, I like. <laughs> it, I, I'm definitely in support of Mountain Lion. So, unfortunately, Donnie, yeah, I put some sad music o- o- over this in post. We lost one of our dogs, man. Mountain Lion P89 dies after being struck by a vehicle on a 101 freeway. A radio collar mountain lion was hit and killed by a driver on the 101 freeway in Woodland Hills. Authorities said P89 was only two years old. Damn, not my dog. So it's found dead early morning along the shoulder of the freeway. This is the fourth mountain lion to be hit by a car this year. Just three weeks ago, P54 was hit and killed off. Los Virginis whatever. Virginius, Los Virginius Virginus in Take your time. In Calabasas. And another one was killed on the four oh five. You know, it's hard to tell exactly, but wildlife crossings do help. We need to put Mountain Lion crossings on there. To How do you pro- do that on the freeway? Put a mountain lion Sorry. sign. To better protect wildlife, construction began on what's we called the world's Largest wildlife crossing for mountain lions and other animals It's a 90 million dollar bridge Over the 101 freeway that will stretch 200 feet Over the highway giving big cats Coyotes and deers other way to Get over the thing shout out to P89 Let me tell you something let me tell y'all How low down and evil Rachel is Uh, Okay (laughs) I'm saying just like that Let me tell y'all how low down and evil Rachel is I put this into a black higher learning group chat. And Rachel put a heart on it.
2: That's not right. It was within seconds. It was like immediately. (laughs) 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 That's not right.
0: I
1: knew it affected you. You didn't say anything, but I knew you were bothered by that.
0: That's not right. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Can I tell you why my heart goes out to Mountain Lion and to other animals like this? Let me tell you I get you, though. My heart goes out to them because... I really feel like this is their shit. Yeah, it is. Like you know what <laughs> I mean? I like you know. Uh, Mountain Lion didn't come to Griffith Park. Griffith Park came to Mountain Lion. You know what I mean? It's like Bozeman's here, and every once in a while, I'll remember that Bozeman is like basically a wolf that's been domesticated out. Bozeman will do something, and then I'll look up why he does it. And Bozeman will come, and I'll be like, "Yo." Bozeman Bozeman likes to play tug-of-war, right? I'm like, there's no fucking way that Bozeman likes tug-of-war this much. You can't do anything with the dog. If Bozeman comes with the ball in his mouth, when you try to get the ball out of his mouth, he wants to play tug-of-war. All this motherfucker wants to do is play tug-of-war all day. I'm like, there's no way that he just likes the game that much. And I go and I look up tug-of-war and there's like a DNA reason why he loves tug-of-war. So there's a wolf in there somewhere. (laughs) You're right. It's just the way you're saying it. There's a wolf in Bozeman, like a pre-animal of freedom that used to roam with a pack and get fucking wild. and And Mountain Lion is still there. He's old Bozeman, but of a cat way. And I love the freedom that Mountain Lion has and that they're around and that we have to beware for them. Like all of that stuff, right? And then fucking somebody hits mountain lion with their car. It sucks.
1: I I agree with you in this. Like they have nowhere to go because we keep, you know, developing their land. I totally understand that. And that does make me sad. However, if it comes down to me versus them, it's me. I'm sorry. Like, Van, what are you going to do if you're on a hike, which you have ruined for me? You've ruined hikes. And you see it, and you come across, and you're facing a mountain lion.
0: I mean, I are you just gonna let
1: myself. it do? Yeah, are you just gonna let it do its thing?
0: I hopefully don't have no. to kill a mountain lion. No, I don't want anybody to die. Hopefully, with the as much advocating as I've done, that my name is good in the circles. Not of advocating.
1: Lion, not- I've done
0: a lot. Of <laughs> <advocating>. <laughs> I'm definitely an advocate for the mountain lion. You know, but yeah, but not everybody
1: gets their own segment on higher learning. But if you're a mountain Man. lion.
0: And by the way, there are other animals that are. I saw on the shade room a monkey kidnapped somebody, a bear killed a lady. The animals realize we're fucking up. First of all, rest in peace to those people. I'm not making light of that. That's very sad. But what I'm saying is we have to try to live in homeostasis with our animal pals. The bond between me and Bosman is so ridiculous now.
1: Bosman is purebred. So what? Like it's he's not a wild animal.
0: I get that, but he's an animal though, and like I see him, and I'm like I I, I see him. I'm like Avatar. I want to be one of the animals, low key. Like it, I'm like this is like I'm like Avatar now. Like I'm like I want to be an animal. Okay. <laughs>
1: You're you're losing it. You're losing it. You're losing it. It's okay. It's okay. Come back.
2: What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of bread sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall,
1: mysterious. I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just 3 days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass
2: without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm fresh taste of Eggland's Best Eggs. Only Eggland's Best hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With ten times more vitamin E, twenty five percent less saturated fat, and six times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Egglands Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more.
0: Uh so Dave Chappelle, real quick. Do you support do you support do you do you separate the art with the artist in Dave Chappelle? Um yeah, see. I
1: almost feel like I don't know what I go ahead
0: well First Avenue didn't last minute Wednesday night <laughs> appearance at First Avenue in Minneapolis has been moved um, word is that the people in this venue up there in Minnesota and First Avenue got together and collectively called in said that they wouldn't work the Dave Chappelle show mm. It's also in reaction to uh, a um, petition that was put out. They don't like Dave Chappelle's message and the stuff that's in his stand-up. They didn't want to be a part of it. The show had to move to another place called the Varsity Theater up there in, um, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. They apologized. They said to staff, artists in our community, we hear you and we are sorry. We know that we must hold ourselves to the high standards and we know we let you down. We are not just a black box with people in it. We understand that the First Avenue is not just a room, but meaningful beyond our walls. Um, the First Avenue team and you have worked hard to make our venues the safest places in the country, safest spaces in the country, should I say, we'll continue to do that mission. You're a Dave Chappelle fan. A lot of people are Dave Chappelle fans. What do you think?
1: I mean, it, it's it, this is always tough for me to talk about because- Obviously there's a huge community that's been impacted by Dave Chappelle's comedy that still takes offense to it and doesn't want to see him um operate in a manner where he's going to take the stage and possibly hurt and offend them again and I'm respectful of that. But at the same time, I guess I've heard you know, I'm torn because I've heard Dave Chappelle, you know, explain it or talk about it or I heard the comedy and you know, I can also speak from the space because it doesn't directly impact me. So maybe I am being insensitive, but if though you know, if those, if those workers, first of all, that venue should have flushed that out before they were going to b- bring Dave Chappelle, they should have checked in, tapped in to see Why? what the workers, well, if it was going to offend the workers there, I'm just saying. But do they
0: consult with their workers when they book anybody else?
1: No, but he's, uh, but he's probably not. But is everybody at the present moment controversial, right? Is he? Is controversial. He's offends people. So I think it would be natural to maybe check in with, you know, the community, the workers to see if they're offending in this particular incident. I'm not saying with, with everyone. So I don't know, Van, this is always hard for me to talk about because I don't want to disrespect people who are, who really are offended by him. I am not, but I'm also not the community that he's referring to. So, you know, I don't I don't I don't really know how to answer the question without hurting someone because I'm gonna sound selfish and talking about it because it, it doesn't hit me the same way.
0: So this is what I'll say. Dave Chappelle doesn't bother me. Okay?
1: And me neither, but I
0: But the question is why?
1: Because of what so, I, for me, what I just said, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. So so the question is, like, Dave Chappelle doesn't really bother me. I recognize that what the I watched Bill Burr stand-up last night. Uh, Bill Burr, hilarious. I think Bill Burr's stand-up last night is funnier than any of the stand-up that Dave has given us uh, over the past X amount of, um, of times he's been out. Because I think Dave has changed in a way. He's reached a sort of standard of comedy where we're more listening to him opine on things then we are really listening to him even do jokes or even give us funny observations for the most part, for the most part. Still, obviously he's Dave Chappelle, but I listen, I saw Bill Burr last night. Bill Burr was hilarious in the way he went at everyone. And it wasn't always easy on your sensibilities to see Bill Burr up there, uh, getting that feminism, getting that Black Lives Matter, um, get both sides in the abortion debate uh, to a degree, And but it's 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 funny and insightful the way that he does it you know it's 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 funny, um and then he gives you enough about why he's fucked up for you to say okay well this is a guy a broken guy making broken jokes right um with Dave sometimes it seems a little bit mean spirited and Dave seems like he is on a mission which I think is the difference for me uh but you know the question is and this is why. I don't have a um. I don't have a high. I don't laud allyship as most people do. I don't think that allyship is the because I don't think that allies are reliable, and I don't think that I'm a well oh, that's true, a re- reliable ally. Like I don't think I'm a reliable ally. I think I want everybody to feel uh, uh included and safe and free. But at the same time, I also want to hold on to things I've always held on to, which is the great challenge of being an ally. The great challenge of being an ally is to get new toys, to put away some of the childish things that you had before, to move past people who are standing in the in the road of progress. You know what I mean? In the uh, standing in front of progress, and it's hard, and not everybody wants to do it. Um. And I haven't been able to do it yet with Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. Uh, I wish he would get off this. He's dragging it, and I don't know why. But I, uh, you know, I I, I I love him even still to this day. I'm happy this happened though. I'm happy this happened though because we have to live in a society where everybody has their say. He said that Twitter wasn't a real place. This was very real. What happened at the Duke Ellington School, where he where he wanted to put, have his name on the building, was very real. Uh, and so, I'm not against Dave being able to do his thing and tell his jokes and and, and be up there. I'm not against that at all. Um, I still love Dave Chappelle and love his comedy, but I also have to be. I I want people to to kick him in his nuts about it. I I want there to be. Uh, A line in the sand where people, you know, don't fucking can't deal with it. So I thought this was positive all around. He'll go somewhere else to perform. They'll uh, they made their stand. Um, But you know, hopefully, I hope to be better. Hope to be better in terms of how I understand other people's experiences. Because right now, I'm still fucking with Dave Chappelle. I got to be honest with you. I fuck with Dave Chappelle very heavy. Okay. Um. Last one. The Republicans Warnock. Walker, Walker doesn't want to debate Warnock. Doesn't want to debate him, okay? Uh, this is the audio from the campaign. So I just wanna ask you about
2: debates. You recently said, anytime, any place, the Atlanta Press Club has set their debate for October 16th, have you committed to
3: that? Uh, I haven't committed to it because uh, I don't let the Atlanta set uh, their debate. They're gonna to have to negotiate with my people. You know, it's not just them sitting, they got to talk with us as well. I think one thing that people got to remember is I just don't do as they say. I'm running a campaign just like I want to run it. And I told him I'm ready to debate and whenever he's ready to debate, he tell me the time when it shows up, not the Atlanta debate club or whatever they are. Can I follow up on the debate question? Yes, sir. So you said that you would. Let Warnock set the the time. Well, whenever he want to debate, I'm said I'm ready to debate. He's gonna talk to my people, and and we are, uh, we'll be ready to debate. Have anybody asked him when he want to debate? Have you found out? He agreed to yes. debate debate. Yes. He be to three he did did be the three, the three debates. And I said, well, we need to get, sit down and they talk, negotiate with my people. We'll be ready to go. I don't know if they if they agreed on a date. Do you have any intention of dodging debates? Oh, no, I don't dodge anything. I've never dodged anything. I didn't even dodge it in the primary. I didn't deserve to do a debate in the primary because my primary opponent didn't do the work they were supposed to do. That's what I was told. I did. Right now, I said, when one, i is ready to debate. All right, cut this motherfucker. <laughs> off. Um,
0: so this is what they campaigned. They said uh, he's ready and willing to debate, but they don't care about the old way of doing things. They want to change the debate format and have whatever, whatever. They don't want to debate the guy. They, 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 they don't want a situation where War, Warnock has to stand up there and and talk to Herschel Walker. Obviously, they don't. Uh, you know, the Republicans have a way of uh, hiding cowardice with strategy and hiding racism with policy, and that is what's happening right here. Herschel Walker is a coward. He doesn't want to have to stand on stage and debate a man who is going to actually give the visual image of a polished and prepared public servant. You know what I mean? Um, He doesn't want to stand in front of that, so he doesn't want to do it. And the campaign is going to uh, try to dodge it, dip it, use some of that lateral shiftiness that Herschel Walker really never had as a running back in the pros and get around it. But he is afraid to debate Raphael Warnock. And if they do have a debate, it's not going to look anything like what we said, like like what we've seen before, because they don't want to get embarrassed.
1: Do you want to see a debate? Of course. I am so for this debate for pure yeah. entertainment purposes I pray this debate happens and it takes place. Now, it'll be frustrating for Warnock, I'm sure, because the Republicans will do their typical tactics where they won't answer the question and they'll throw in something else, you know, that's a talking point that doesn't even uh, relate to whatever the, the issue is that they're talking about. But I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. And I think it's very obvious. I don't even have anything more to add. I think it's very obvious what they're doing here. It'll be interesting to see if it does ever play out. But man, if it does, I'll be
0: watching. All right, Donnie, real quick, mail back. Let's go. Mail back time. Time to read your letters, and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mailbag time. Write us with your queries, and we'll chime in.
2: All right. First one is from Joshi Pooh 55. He got your name wrong, Van. He says Van Latham. If you can, lo- next question. <laughs> an you put the M on
0: the end of my shit. I fucking with it. Love you, Josh. All right, cool. <laughs> Lauren, Donnie, J- you're so
1: shady for pointing that out. Man would have never known. You are <laughs> so shady. I picked it. All right,
2: <laughs> Lauren JH91 asks: Would you rather have a tiny functioning butt on your forehead or two tiny functioning legs dangling from your chin?
1: I can't. I can't. Even, I can't.
2: Dude. I need
3: to
0: get off the fucking dope. I, mean, I can't even. I, <laughs> Donnie, Stop doing fucking shroom. No, no Lauren. Blame, Donnie. I like blame Donnie. Donnie. Blame Donnie.
1: Yeah. Blame Donnie because he picked it. He picked it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lauren want Lauren want me shitting all my head, man.
1: We are I, zero for I, two. We are zero right.
0: for two. Zero for two. Move
2: all on. right. An angry white dad on Reddit asks: If you were given the choice of cash reparations or the ability of white privilege. At what amount of money would you start taking the cash over the privilege?
0: A trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. White privilege for it to me, white privilege is worth a trillion dollars. And you know why? Because if I, if uh, if if I add up what I'm talking about for a person, if I add up all of the things that white people have accomplished, that black people aren't even allowed to accomplish that cultural guardrails stop us from accomplish. I'm not talking about we can't. We can accomplish anything, but we have to set up new. It would be white privilege to me on an individual level is worth one trillion. So
1: which one would you take over the other? The trillion dollars, or would you just take the if, white privilege?
0: If you gave me the trillion dollars, we could. So if
1: they gave you a billion, you take white pri- privilege. Absolutely. What if what if that privilege like, would like, cause cause I'm, you to oppress certain people? Which is what happened well, with us.
0: The, the, well, the 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 privilege is gonna ha- cause you to latently oppress other ple- people, right? My thing is, we you can't exist in a country and have a functioning and thriving community the way capitalism is set up. Now, if we change the structure of America, that's one thing. We need privilege. We need black privilege. We need privilege, even if that privilege is only exercising amongst each other in our own uh, our own. Um, our own communities like we need privilege like the idea that and this is controversial to a lot of people the idea that we should walk around and feel unentitled to me is not is not what we're looking for we are entitled we're entitled to a whole heap of shit here and i stand by that but to me what white white privilege is worth is one trillion dollars like the it, it That's how much, because when I think about Star Wars, even like weird shit that white people have created just because they're not burdened, their privilege allows them to access certain things in America, right? Like when I look at, this last thing, we'll move on because I know we got to go. When I look at this place, this this show called The Food That Built America, right? Or The Men Who Built America. I've talked about this before. When you watch these shows and it talks about how all of these guys, how they made Kellogg, how they made uh, fucking... KFC, how they made all of these things. All of these guys use privilege. Privilege was the main currency because most of the time it was espionage that allowed them to get the ideas. They stole ideas that they had, right? But then they went and got loans. They went and got friends to help. They went and got all of those things. And like, you couldn't have gotten those things without privilege at that time. So the amount of wealth created at that time when they were stealing black wealth in the form of the land that we had was all dedicated to privilege. So if you put a, if I put it a, if I put a dollar amount on it, it would be one trillion dollars mm. per person. Well said. Anyway. Well, I, I ain't nothing um, to add to that. I that ally of the week. You have one. Yes. Go first. Um. Damn. Why did I forget? Uh. Hold on, real quick.
1: There was a guy on TikTok that we got tagged into who stood up at a. Um, I don't have his name. He stood out at a school school board meeting. Uh it looks like it's in Cincinnati, and spoke out about <clears throat> the right wing school board's resolution to ban anti-racism. Um the account on TikTok is School Board Bird Dog. And um it's a white parent. <laughs> it's a white parent who's speaking out. Um in favor of um, anti-racism, so you guys check it out. I wish I had his name; I give him a better shout out. But uh, I yeah.
0: completely forgot who I have for unexpected ally of the week. I we had never it, had too. one. I did. I'm I swear to God, kidding. I did. Well, <laughs> It's over now. All right, uh, I'll, I'll give it to you next week. I love you. I love you. What I okay, look, guys, taking take think caps off, but do not stop learning. We're working on a big guest for Monday. A guest that might, that threatens to change the fabric of the Get
1: off podcast. the mic.
0: A guest so legendary that means so much to this culture that if they are able to grace, grace us with their presence on Monday, things will never be the same on this podcast. Someone that means a lot. Some would say somebody that means everything. I'm not going to tell you who, but I bet I bet you can guess I bet you can guess someone that means so much had their hands and other parts in some of the biggest moments in culture over the past 20 years can't wait
1: you're a troll take the caps off <laughs>
0: <laughs> do not stop learning I I'm and
1: Rachel you. and Lindsay <laughs> bye guys